Hey, y'all, and happy Monday. So I wanted to give a try today and post this podcast in the afternoon. What I heard is that y'all are loving the content per usual, and I'm so thankful that you are, especially um, all my friends that I've met through my travels that don't live in the U.S. Y'all are great. Um, but what I can say is I'm posting it this afternoon to see if we'll get some more engagement um, as it pertains to downloads and subscribers. So wanted to just let you know that's why I'm doing this. This season will be a lot about testing different initiatives. As I push out this goal, I will put it into the atmosphere because I do believe that when you put things into the atmosphere, you're making it known. Manifestation, um, everything is in the power of your tongue. So I do want to say that hopefully one day, I'm not putting the timing on it because I know, like last week, I must be way more disciplined to be consistent um, in order to reach this goal. But my goal and my desires of my heart are for my podcast and YouTube one day to be monetized. So I have such a long way to go and I'm going to kick it into gear, I know, sooner or later. But for now, I just want to put that in the atmosphere. But I'm going to try some new things so that I can be consistent and give you all what you deserve, which is great content um, on a scheduled time that works and also helps me get to my numbers and, and different things. So love that for you. Love that for me. Love that for us. <laughs> and let's go ahead and dive on in to our topic and quote of the day. So moving right along, last week was being disciplined enough to be consistent. And this week's topic is it's okay to restart and recreate. Wow, boy, let's unpack that. Let's dive on in. Let's get ready because that right there is a great place, my bad, <laughs> to start off um, in this new month of February to end this this last day of January, I'm going to start anew. So um, as you know, this season is all about living, loving, laughing, all while learning. Again, I have a lot of great guests that are going to be coming up. So what the schedule will look like moving forward is also going to be a podcast day, and then it'll be an interview day of some sort. So there will be two podcasts per month, whereas in the past seasons, we had at least four um, episodes per month. This, this season, it's two per month. I want season three to kind of last a lot longer. So let's unpack this topic today and dive on in. All right, our quote of the day is brought to us by Jim Ron. He simply says, your life does not get better by chance. It gets better by change. Wow, what a great quote, right? This is amazing because it's so true. As we said, nothing in life is going to change without you putting work behind it. There's a scripture in the Bible that says faith without works is dead. And what you have to know about that is you must apply something to what you're putting in the atmosphere to also reap what you slow. So I was browsing through my um, Google, um, as I usually do, and I saw this picture and it was listed like this. It said re-set, re-align, re-start, re-claim, re-ignite. What they all have in common is re, and what re means, it means to do over, to repeat, to restart. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to restart, we're going to refresh, and we're going to get going. So last week, we talked about resetting the mindset, what we need to do in order to be consistent, in order to be consistent enough, to be disciplined enough, that we can reach success. This week, I want to talk to you all simply about how we can start fresh, right? All of those bearing gifts and ideas and thoughts and memories and Anything that you want to talk about, conversations that have been pushed and dusted away to the wayside, it's time for us to bring them back up. It's time for us to take our shovels out of our garages and scoop them back up, look at them, analyze them for what they are, and not, you know, leave them there, but to check them off, whether they can be fruitful still or whether they were just a thought, and then move forward. What that looks like is what have you done in the past 
What were you passionate about once before and what happened to it? Sitting down and actually taking the time to analyze those thoughts, you may realize like this was, this is a great idea that I had or this actually could impact many lives and I'm sitting here on it because I'm scared to restart or I don't know how people will perceive me if I if I pick that up or I don't want to look a failure, you know? I started this a long time ago and how would I look if I pick it back up and it fails again? Y'all, gone are the days, right? Who cares? Like, if it doesn't work, get back up and try it again. If it doesn't work, great. Thanks so much. Let's pivot. Let's stop right there, right? Only because I want to give an example. Y'all, I had been studying and preparing for this role, right, that I really wanted at my company, and I didn't get it, right? I didn't get it the first time. I took what they gave me. I, I went back on and studied some more for months, and I didn't get it again. Y'all, this hurt me to the core because at the end of the day, I don't like being in rooms that I'm not qualified for, right? But I took a chance on faith, and I did. And so for me to be in that situation and then me being wondering or what me sitting around wondering now, you know, I, I took a risk on myself. I took a chance on myself, and, and it didn't become fruitful or I didn't, I didn't get to the end result that I wanted to. What I realized after talking to some of my friends that are close to me and, and just, you know, contemplating and thinking through what had happened in that situation is it's not that I'm underqualified. It's not that I was prepared for that role per se, but maybe that just wasn't the role for me, you know? Maybe that's not what God wants me to be doing at this time in my life. And am I okay with it? Absolutely not. It hurt me, right? It hurt. It still hurts talking about it. Of course, I can make jokes about it and laugh now, but it hurts when you have prepared yourself to a point where you feel like you're ready. Based off all the requirements, you check all the boxes and you still don't get the desires of your heart. It hurts. But what does that mean? Doesn't mean to give up. No. That doesn't mean to stop. No. It means simply sit back, take a second, look at where you are, analyze it, and recreate. Recreate yourself. Let's restart ourselves and let's get to the place again where we know we deserve to be, right? It's as simple as that. So again, as always, in my podcast, I'm not here to condemn or shame anyone. I'm here telling you my thoughts, telling you how I feel in this present day, and, and expressing to you how I'm getting through these situations myself, right? Hoping that somebody on the other side of this of this podcast listening to this now can also, um, you know, find the light, can also, you know, get through it with me. You know, these are things that are real life situations that we often face. And what I've realized is that a lot of times people feel so secluded, like you don't have a voice. No, you're not alone. This is just one example. And again, like they say, this too shall pass, right? But with it passing, what does that mean? That means that something new is coming. Something new and something bigger and better for my life is coming. Something new, something bigger and better for your life is coming. So let's just trust that it's on the way. And whatever is meant to be for us is going to be for us. Correct? Correct. So awesome. With that being said, I want to dive into this book this time. I, I got this book um, a few years back and I never got a chance to read it. Or <laughs> for better words, I just didn't want to read it. But um, something in, something told me to grab that book that I had, sit on the shelf, and, and read it. So the book is called Shift for Good, and it's by Tori Johnson. Um, it's a New York Times bestseller, and um, it's a really good book. It's a, it's a very easy read, and it's extremely relatable. So I, I did read it, and some things you do have to take out of context because she was speaking through her weight loss journey and all of that, but she was speaking through mainly how her physical um, disattachment and shift 
actually played a huge role on her emotional as well. And so what I took, um, if you do gather this book, it's in page 208, the very ending of the book, but she simply says this. By asking and answering these five questions with an honesty that comes from deep within, I think that almost anyone can make a significant change in her life, as I did in mine. If you've read The Shift, you probably recognize these steps. They've helped me jumpstart, again, her weight loss shift, but they've also adapted her for an inner quest, and you can too. So the question that she has asked is step one. How fed up are you really with what you're doing right now? Step two, what are you willing to give up? Step three, what's your plan? Step four, what's your daily accountability? Step five, how will you develop patience and celebrate your victories? Those five questions are all a part of what makes up shifting everything for the good. So that's what I want to do. I want to dive deep into those today and, and hopefully shine some light as to some different ways that we can go about accomplishing these goals. Okay, so I want to kind of compartmentalize these, these steps, right? So step one and step two, the reason I want to merge them and squish them together is because I feel like they are one and the same. They go hand in hand, right? How fed up are you really and what are you looking to give up? So let's think about it like this for better examples. If I'm somebody who's always just so upset with where I'm at right now, but not willing to make any changes to my current situation, what does that look like, right? If I'm in a relationship and I'm so sick of that person, I'm always complaining, I always have an attitude, um, I'm always red flag, red flag, red flag, right? But I'm not leaving the relationship for any reasons, like, what is the purpose of it? Where, where are we going? So starting there, that's just one example. Same with the job. If I have a job and I'm complaining, 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 I hate the job, I hate the pay, oh, this, that, the third, but you aren't leaving the job, what are you willing to give up? So with that being said, big changes require a big sacrifice. That's it, that's all, plain and simple. Like, you must make a change, you must stop something, you must put a halt to the current situation and turn a 180, not a 360. A 180 to see some type of improvement. You can't go up, you can't elevate by staying in the same situation. If I had to banish the if only mentality that clung to me forever, like a little kid is clinging to her favorite rag doll or blanket, I'd be so much further. And, that, and that's so true, right? If I have to look at my life and I think about all the times that I said, if only this, if only that, Oh, if only I would have done this. If only I would have went to an HBCU. If only I wouldn't have moved to Mexico my senior year of high school. Blasey, blasey, blasey. No, I feel like we have to cut that out and be grateful of all the experiences that we have had, but also realizing that if they are detrimental to our growth and our trajectory and God's plan, we have to cut them loose, right? We can't dwell and sit and think about if only or I wish this and, and complain we have to realize that some things, a lot of things, and life just are not meant for us. And where do we go from here? We move on to what's our plan. So step three, there's no winging it if you're serious about making a significant life change, right? That's what the book says. It says you need to establish clear, concise rules in order to eliminate that ambiguity. We know that. Last week I did a TikTok. Um, and in a TikTok, I was just talking about what you need to cross over into this new year, 2022, to become successful. I said you need a planner and also you need a journal. Um, I think those are very key factors when it comes to executing your plan, right? You must write it down and make it plain. <laughs> Literally, make it plain to yourself. 
put it on paper, unclutter those thoughts, and, and execute the plan, right? When you have a plan, it makes things not run super smooth. There's always going to be some type of complexity and something that happens along the way. But it'll help you with how you react to those obstacles that you may face. So what's your plan? Regardless, think about your situation and think about what your ideal plan looks like, even if you feel like it's too big. Something that is unreasonable, unattainable, write it down. And daily make efforts to reach and get to that plan to create a better version of you, a better version of your life, and to get you into a better situation than you are in currently right now. Step four, what's your daily accountability? We've heard this, we've talked about it on Simple Girl, Simple World, and you must have accountability. What does that look like for you? Is it yourself? Like, are you reliable to be your own accountability partner? What that means, setting alarms, again, leveraging your, your planner or your journal as your accountability partner? Or do you need to be somebody like me? Who, who needs somebody sometimes to push you along the way, to check in with you, making sure that you're good? It's easy to slip up when nobody's looking, completely. Think about it like this. I've, um, you know, say for instance, my mom, right, is, is trying to lose some weight. She's on a diet, right? And she loves Chick-fil-A French fries. Say for instance, she loves Chick-fil-A French fries. If I'm not calling her like, hey, mom, you know, I, I made you some dinner or hey, mom, um, you want to go to, you know, the salad bar or you want to go get a, a juice or smoothie, checking in, doing those types of things. It's going to be easy for my mom to go and get the Chick-fil-A fries, right? You don't have any accountability or you feel like, oh, maybe I'm alone or nobody's looking. It's easy for you to slip up. So in all aspects and all ways of life, maybe it's OK to have an accountability, accountability partner to check in with you just to make sure that you're staying on track. It doesn't hurt at all. A watchful and loving family changes how you feel, how you look. If you don't have the perfect family, no worries. If you don't have all the right friends, no worry. But find somebody, somebody who can help you along this journey. If you consistently practice the action steps you outline in your plan, the odds are you'll feel the results. So let's get an accountability partner. It's important. And lastly, step five, how will you develop patience and celebrate your victories? This is huge. We as humans have such a hard time living in the present, right? I've talked about the book, The Power of Now, so many times. I love that book, right? And it, it just teaches you how to awaken yourself and, and live in the moment. That's something that we should do. We should celebrate the small victories. We should not get so ahead of ourselves thinking about all oh, the potential of the future that we forget to live in the now. Going back to what I talked about with my job, you know, Again, it hurt me. It hurt me so much that I didn't get, it, didn't get promoted to the job that I wanted, right? But then one of my friends told me too, like, are you crazy? Pretty much Heather, like, Heather, look at you. Like, you still are gainfully employed. You still work at a company that you love. You're still doing things and making positive outcomes for yourself and your company and everybody around you. So even though you didn't reach the ultimate success on your timeline, doesn't mean it's not coming, number one. And then number two, doesn't mean that you're not gonna get it, right? And I was like, you know what? That's so true. I, I get so caught up personally as trying to get to the next level because what I can tell you I do well, Miss Heather Purnell, I do a really, really good job of writing down my thoughts. I really do a really good job of having a plan and executing it daily. And that's what I can say is one of my strong parts points. That's something that has helped me get to where I am in life right now. But also on the flip side, what I can improve on is developing patience and celebrating your victories. So step five really resonates with me, and it's a daily effort. It's something that I have to constantly wake up and, and do, right? 
I have to be grateful for where I'm at so that I can be rewarded with more. I remember I was in church and um, my bishop was saying too, like, can God trust you with more? You know, like, what have you done with what he's given you right now? And that's also something that you have to take in consideration is just we must get outside of ourselves, right? Myself included. We have to get outside of ourselves. We have to put ourselves to rest every day to look at the bigger picture. And what have I done with what God has given me? I've done a lot, so let me not discredit that. But what more can I be doing? Who else can I be helping, right? So I challenge you, of course, in this time and day and age as well to celebrate the small victories, practice patience, but also utilize what God has given you right now. Exhaust all of those options. And once you have done that, then try God again, right? Or try it again. Ask for more. Once you have exhausted all that he's given you, ask for more. And I feel like he will bless us, right? Those who wait, we all get the desires of our heart. As long as we put faith out there and back it up with the action, we'll be all right. That's a good one right there, y'all. I really like step five. I really, really like it. So with that being said, those are the five steps from Shift for Good by Tori Johnson. Again, like I mentioned, she has tons of information in this book. Um, it is geared towards women, like some of the, the chapters are like, put your tiara on, things of that nature. But again, like anything, take it in context. There's a message and a lesson for everybody who is actually looking to make changes. So let's go ahead and start today. Last but not least, I was just browsing online and I came about this wiki and it's like a wiki how. So the wiki how is actually how to recreate your life. It just says if you're feeling stuck and unhappy with where you're at currently, let's just go ahead and fix it. So it gives you a couple of methods and I'm going to read those with you today and share how you can get unstuck with where you're at right now to recreate and restart your life. Number one is visualizing your future. So we talked through what that could look like, but couple of different ways take inventory of your life visualize your idea self write about your new life and the last one is just creating visual reminders so this is a good one they recommended the vision board i'm off for vision boards now you can do them um, electronically as well so you can do them online i'll create a reel of what that looks like but then also too if you like old-fashioned vision boards where you get a poster board take some newspapers or magazines and cut out pictures and quotes and post them on there do that as well Make it plain, put it in sight, hang it up somewhere. It doesn't have to be super large. It can even be just words that you are going to encompass this year. But make it plain so that you can actually reach them if it's applicable to your life. Method two, making concrete goals. Super important as mentioned. Write them down, whether they be long-term, whether they be short-term. Write them down so you can track them, keep progress, to keep your spirits up. And then also too, make sure you write them down so that you can reassess your progress and evaluate the different intervals. So making sure that if you're not reaching them anytime soon and you, the day is coming up, it's okay. But it's like, let's make some changes. Let's modify them so that we can be back on track too, to meet them so they match with our timeline. Method three is adopting a positive mindset. Super important. Learn to be more mindful. Connect with people every day. Re-listen to podcasts and expand your knowledge. Practice gratitude and contribute to your community. These are all huge. And oftentimes I even find myself guilty of forgetting to do these things, right? I used to do yoga. That, that, was my, that was my way of mindfulness. That was my way of breathing. That was my way of connecting with myself and just taking it all in, like being thankful and grateful. So I know for myself, I'm going to get back into my practice of yoga. And then also too, another one is connecting with people every day. I fall so short 
of this all the time. It's very easy for me to go days and days and days without connecting with my community. And it's not on purpose, you know, but it's just because I get so overwhelmed and so bombarded sometimes that it's hard to keep in contact with all my different friends. I've lived in many different places and I've traveled around the world. So making sure that I'm being very intentional about connecting with people every day is something that I have to work on. And it's so funny because I even go as far as setting reminders, you know, call so-and-so just to check in, say hi, because it gets to that point. So making sure that you're connecting with people every day, call somebody, meet up with somebody for lunch or coffee, um, just checking in. And then also to practicing gratitude, being thankful for where we're at right now, as we talked about before, being okay with where we're at right now to the point though that we can be grateful and thankful because it could have been another way. We're so thankful that it wasn't. We're so thankful that God saw fit for us to be blessed with this life that we have right now. So who are we to not be thankful for it? Let's be thankful. Let's be grateful. Let's live it out to the best that we can and optimize it. That's the only way to go up from here. Method number four is living a healthy and productive life. So that can be organizing your things around you so you can feel less stress, developing a routine for a sense of consistency, care for your physical health, diet, exercise, and well-being, or setting a budget and sticking to it. For me here, what it was was organizing what was around me and also developing a routine. So I felt like the best way for me to live a healthy and productive life was to do those things. They may look differently for you. It may be getting a diet, finding a new group or hobby and checking in with them regularly. Whatever it looks like though, make it personal. Make something that's going to be helpful in you reaching your goal and obtaining something closer, right? I hope this is helpful for you. I hope it's challenged your mind to think a little bit differently. I hope you feel motivated and empowered to recreate and restart where you're at right now. Always know that you have the whole support of myself, um, literally here as your biggest cheerleader. You're not alone in any way. So use me as a resource. What I can say is I challenge you all the rest of this month, which isn't the end, but I challenge you all as we go into February to just look at what you have right now going on in your life. Look at some of those thoughts and ideas and goals that you had in the past that didn't go as far as you wanted them to go. And let's recreate and let's restart. Let's push ourselves to be better version of ourselves, not even just for ourselves, but for those around us. Starting today, we can do it. I know we can. I believe in y'all. So we will do it. It starts today. It starts now. We got this. Let's go for it, right? What I can say is I thank y'all for tuning in again to season three of Simple Girl Simple World. This is episode two. Um, next time we get on here, it will be a normal episode, but then I have a surprising, exciting guest that I will be releasing early next month. That will be our first interviewer or interviewee for Simple Girls, Simple World season three. And they're going to share so much knowledge to us. Um, I'm excited for y'all to join. Please make sure that you share this podcast link with somebody that you know would benefit from it. Like, comment, and subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also my YouTube, which I will be getting more consistent and posting on <laughs> extremely soon. I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. I'm happy that you were here to share this space with me today. And have an amazing Monday. We'll talk soon. Ciao.